So excited to have Kevin and Aaron Machado uh, with us this this month on our Take Fives. And this month we're talking about unique disciple-making communities. And so, so great that you guys took time and opened up your home to us. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, it's so good to be here. And so let's talk about, uh, you were an existing church pastor, and both of you were highly invested, highly involved, part of a campus, part of a multi-site. God began to speak to you. And how did this whole process of disciple-making community kind of come up in your heart? Yeah, well, I think for us, we were really involved in uh, an amazing church. And uh, our church was actually, we're planning campus, and it was really great. And for us, we um, we were here in our community in St. Albert, and uh, we were part of a church downtown that's outside. And so everyone we begin to meet lived around here. And we talked to them about um, about God and about faith. And uh, for them, church wasn't really an option. So mm-hmm. our heart just really began to burn for, for all of our friends who didn't know Jesus. And so, yeah. I mean, we've got stories of friends that we met and really pushed us here. But really, at the end of the day, it was how can we uh, bring Jesus to these people that we're really close to and connected to? And, uh, yeah, we, we were able to get sent off from our church and... Yeah. And so now you work bivocationally. You're back in school, Aaron. Like, why now? You've got a young family, lots of risk. You left a full time job, but but you felt something deep down inside that it's like you you weren't against the local church. Right. Like that's not at all. Yeah. This wasn't we're going to do it better. We're going to show you. No. I mean, we came from we came from the church. Yeah. That's where we. That's where I met God through a youth group, through yeah. youth pastors and youth yeah. leaders loving me as a punk kid, and uh, and Aaron grew up there. She was always the good one. So okay. I was I stole one of the good ones. Yes, and, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like that's 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 not our heart. We see the church. We're, what we do is hopefully just another another part of the puzzle. Hopefully another prong. We see the churches reaching a great many people yeah but we just see the ones we see other ones who are out there the stragglers yeah uh, the, the ones out there not the 99 but the ones that that uh hopefully we can reach yeah and the reason why now was um i mean i'll let you speak a bit to it too but i think that it's we don't want to get to the end and think well yeah. what if yeah what if and um you know why not why not now i don't know what were you feeling in your heart about this i was like getting really torn up about the ones and um specific a friend i met that i kind of got to walk with years ago when our kids were starting school yeah uh she started reading the bible with me she was totally like you know knew nothing about faith and i asked her one time if you could forget everything that you knew about church what would church look like for you just a place where you could grow and like meet God and and she said you know what I think it would be something like what you guys talk about when people get together in your house and I could just sit and like learn and that was like like she prophesied over us that was like totally our heart and it stirred us and yeah that kind of was a big part of it for us and and so you left pastoral ministry uh to become uh, realtor. Yeah. yeah. And you decided to go back to school yeah. and you're finishing. Uh... Yeah, I'm working on an after degree in education. Yeah, yeah. this is so great. Yeah. And so how did you involve the family in this? Because mm-hmm. the kids come along, they've got lots of people coming over to the house. Yeah. How did, how, they're maybe 
friends they had at church? Like how, how was, was this a family decision? How'd you guys work that out? Yeah, very much. Our kids are completely used to our house <laughs> being full of people and um, they're used to adults that talk to them like they're real people through yeah. this and they're part of it. It's messy a lot. Yeah. Having a lot of kids around, but yeah, yeah they're part of it. Yeah. And it was, and it was part of the process. Like um, we just, I remember we heard other missionaries like uh, the Solomons when they went away years and years ago yeah. and they talked about how they dedicated their kids to God. Yeah. And so we didn't just want to do something that was going to be safe just for our kids. Like we didn't yeah. just want to stay in our job and our church just because, you know, we want our kids to have a safe Christian education. Totally. Yeah. We wanted them to bring, to bring them along on a crazy journey and yeah. experience Jesus along with us. So we sat together, we talked mm-hmm. together, we cried, we prayed together Amazing. and they're just, they're a little missionaries out there with us. Yeah. This is so great. So let's switch gears a little bit because there's people out there who want to know the practical side of what a disciple-making community is in your estimation. How does it look? How often do you meet? Uh, like, Just unpack a little bit of that for us. Yeah, well, I think, you know, we get asked these questions a lot of the time. And I think for us, the biggest thing was hearing what the Holy Spirit was saying. Yeah. So what we began to do is we just began to do what we knew. Yeah. So we essentially we're doing like a small group. So what we do, what it looks like for us is we have, um, we have a, like a meal on the weekend. So we'll get together. We'll do like a breakfast or a brunch or yeah. a dinner and everyone's involved. It's a potluck style. So yeah. everyone brings things cool. and uh, we tie that back into when we do stu- scripture study. So it's yeah. like when we're doing study or something, it's also potluck. Everybody's got to bring something. Sure. Everyone has a contribute. Yeah. So we'll do a meal. All together, oftentimes we do communion. Would this be once a week? Yes. And would they be at your house every time? No, and that was a big part of it, actually. It okay. started out that way, but then uh, some advice we had was actually to, to rotate, just because yeah. we really felt the importance of um, everyone feeling ownership and part yeah. of it. So, yeah. yeah, we rotate every week. Yeah. And so what would be the difference between, because you mentioned, like, you know, you, you know how to do a small group, but it was more than that because this was a place that you invited your neighbors to to explore faith yeah yeah so how did how did it how did it go from a Mm -hmm. from a small group to actually a disciple making community Mm -hmm. yeah I I think um, I think for us big differences would be um, the fact that this is this is like a primary place where we expect to receive our uh, our teaching where we expect to meet community and this is not just a place where we're coming to study it's not just about, you know, I hope today I'm going to learn a little bit extra from Philippians. Or it's not just yeah. a teaching place. This is an experiential yeah. place. Yeah. And it's about community. Uh, it's essentially, um, and we talked about this before, it's like yeah. trying to build the church upside down. Rather than you start with gatherings and then move to groups, yeah. ours is the opposite. Where we start with groups and then we'll see where it goes. Yeah. If it goes to something bigger. Because you, you're only into this how many years now? Like, I mean... We're coming up on three years, yeah. and so we're coming up to that since, well, since we had transitioned. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what we've been into it now. But yeah. through that, I mean, there's some incredible fruit that we could share about, but yeah, I mean, there's just some, yeah, it's been a really good, good experience. And, and maybe, Aaron, what, what's been the most rewarding thing for, for you mm. through this process? I know you have a tremendous heart for those far from God. Mm. Uh, for me... The past year or so, I have a good friend who has come to faith. She's actually a teacher at my uh-huh. daughter's, our kid's school. Yeah. And um, just like bringing her, if you're asking kind of what's different yeah. from what we do now, but bringing her in and the whole group had been praying for her and bringing her. And then it was like, 
they all just oh. dropped everything to love her and to come around her and disciple her. And now she's actually like, she's having dreams and like crazy stuff and she's inviting people. And yeah. it's just been so cool to get to see that yeah. fruit. And then just, yeah, just to see the people in the group come around and love her and they would drop everything for, so, we all would hopefully for yeah. those people. Mm-hmm. So it, it, cause it's more family. It's, yeah. Very much family. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, we talk about three things where it's about family, it's about uh, discipleship and it's about mission. Yeah. I think also the big thing is it's not about the gathering. It's not about sure. that when we come together, yeah. but it's about we're out there supporting each other, essentially, hopefully, as missionaries. That's what yeah. we try to call each other and yeah. see ourselves as, is yeah. as out on our mission. So yeah. the people that Aaron's reaching out to, we're all praying for. We're all yeah. involved. We're trying to figure out how we can connect and, like, do barbecues and just so we can get to know more people. Yeah. And so that's it. We're essentially a band of missionaries that come yeah. together and have a meal and talk, so and, and then we go out again. That's so great. So just as we're finishing up, there's people out there that might be going, I want more information, resources. Was there anything that you guys leaned into? Was there any resources that helped you kind of solidify the vision and mission? I mean, I think that uh, you've been a great resource pointing us in a lot of good directions with like Alan Hirsch and even uh, Jeff Vanderstelt yeah, and yeah. what they've done yeah. um, and his book. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, there's, there's a lot of freedom out there. Yeah. So like there's, different people like there's bob goff who just talks about living yeah. in love and yeah. and actually living it out yeah and, um and i think it's just there's a big world out yeah. there of yeah. people who are experiencing a lot of different things sure. in christ yeah and uh once you, you'd be surprised that once you begin to to seek it out who comes out and the different yeah. people we've met so many people in in edmonton and around the air and around uh around our area who are already doing things like this wow. and we just learned from them so i mean you're yeah. obviously a resource um and yeah manderselt's been great and yes their materials yeah well great i just want to thank you guys for being courageous people that just go out on mission try new things this is amazing we're going to continue to track with you guys and thanks so much for jumping on our video today yeah thanks for coming okay all right